हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन चैप्टर फोर एक्सिक्यूटिव एंड आवर टॉपिक इज परमानेंट एक्सिक्यूटिव ब्यूरोक्रेसी हु इम्प्लीमेंट्स द डिसीजन ऑफ द मिनिस्टर्स द एक्सिक्यूटिव ऑर्गेन ऑफ द गवर्नमेंट इंक्लूड्स द प्राइम मिनिस्टर द मिनिस्टर्स एंड अ लार्ज ऑर्गेनाइजेशन कॉल्ड द ब्यूरोक्रेसी or the administrative machinery to underline the difference between this machinery and the military service it is described as civil service trained and skilled officers who work as permanent employees of the government are assigned the task of assisting the ministers in formulating policies and implementing these policies In a democracy the elected representatives and the ministers are in charge of government and the administration is under their control and supervision In the parliamentary system the legislature also exercises control over the administration The administrative officers cannot act in violation of the policies adopted by the legislature it is the responsibility of the ministers to retain political control over the administration india has established professional administrative machinery at the same time this machinery is made politically accountable the bureaucracy is also expected to be politically neutral this means that the bureaucracy will not take any political position on policy matters in a democracy it is always possible that a party is defeated in elections and the new government wants to opt for new policies in the place of policies of the previous government In such a situation it is the responsibility of the administrative machinery to faithfully and efficiently participate in drafting the policy and in its implementation The Indian bureaucracy today is an enormously complex system it consists of all India services state services employees of the local governments and technical and ministerial staff running public sector undertakings makers of our constitution were aware of the importance of the non partisan and professional bureaucracy they also wanted the members of the civil services or bureaucracy to be impartially selected on the basis of merit so the U- union public service commission has been and trusted with the task of conducting the process of recruitment of the civil servants for the government of india similar public service commissions are provided for the states also members of the public service commissions are appointed for a fixed term their removal or suspension is subject to a thorough inquiry made by a judge of the supreme court while efficiency and merit are the norms for recruitment 
the constitution also ensures that all sections of society including the weaker sections have an opportunity to be part of public bureaucracy for this purpose the constitution has provided for reservation of jobs for the dalit and adivasis subsequently reservations have also been provided for women and other backward classes these provisions ensure that the bureaucracy would be more representative and social inequalities will not come in the way of recruitment to the civil service persons selected by the upsc for indian administrative service and indian police service constitute the backbone of the higher level bureaucracy in the states you may know that the collector of a district is the most important officer of the government at the district level do you know that the collector is normally an ias officer and that the officer is governed by the service conditions laid down by the central government an ias or ips officer is assigned to a particular state where he or she works under the supervision of the state government however the ias or ips officer are appointed by the central government they can go back into service of the central government and most importantly only the central government can take disciplinary action against them this means that the key administrative officer of the state are under the supervision and control of the central government apart from the ias and ips officers appointed by the upsc the administration of the state is looked after by officers appointed through the state public service commissions as we shall study later in the chapter on federalism this feature of bureaucracy strengthens the control of central government over the administration of the states the bureaucracy is an instrument through which welfare policies of the government must reach the people but most often it is so powerful that the people are afraid of approaching a government officer it is a common experience of the people that the bureaucracy is insensitive to the demands and expectation of the ordinary citizen only if the democratically elected government controls the bureaucracy some of these problems can be effectively handled on the other hand too much political interference turns the bureaucracy into an institution or instrument in the hands of politician though the constitution has created independent machinery for recruitment many people think that there is no provision for protecting the civil servants from political interference in the performance of their duties it is also felt that enough provisions are not there to ensure the accountability of the bureaucracy to the citizen 
There is an expectation that the measures like the right to information may make the bureaucracy a little more responsive and accountable. Now let us conclude the chapter. The modern executive is a very powerful institution of the government. The executive enjoys greater powers compared to the other organs of the government. This generates a greater need to have democratic control over the executive. The makers of our constitution thought with foresight that the executive must be put firmly under regular supervision and control. Thus a parliamentary executive was chosen. Periodic elections, constitutional limits over the exercise of power and democratic politics have ensured that executive organ cannot become unresponsive. Now let us wind up the session and we have come to the end of the chapter. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.